shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News in Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Hello, friends. This is Tom Creighton reminding you that at 2 o'clock today, we'll be continuing our fundraising efforts, trying to raise that $195,000 that we need to keep this ministry operating. Now, the phone lines are not open right now, but you can join us on the web at WCNO.com where you can make a pledge or a donation right now. And the phone lines will be open again this afternoon at 2 o'clock to take your pledge of support for the good news station, WCNO. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. You can't find a revelation and say, That's it. I'm fine, I'm camping out on this one. I'm good till he comes back. Pass the Oreos in the milk. In other words, your faith has got to be taking you somewhere. And you don't just have faith to have faith. So you can go around saying, I've got faith. There's a big group of people out there going, I've got faith. And they just want you to pat them on the back because they got faith. Well, what you got faith for? Well, I don't know, but I got it. How many of you know in our culture today, our culture identifies anybody that follows a religion as people of faith? Come on, if you follow Islam, what do they call you? A person of faith. Anybody that follows religion. If you go to a church, you're a person of faith. If you watch the news at night and they're talking about religious people, they say people of faith. Isn't that what they say? They're people of faith. I mean, there's a lot of people out there carrying Bibles that, got, that, that, that are holding the Bible and they read the Bible, but they don't believe what's in it. There's a whole lot of people sitting in church in services all over this country this morning singing songs about God that they don't really believe in. That they ain't got enough faith to believe in. They're not even sure if he's there. There's probably people sitting in here this morning that ain't even sure if he's there. Come on now. So just because we have been identified by a secular world as people of faith doesn't mean I am necessarily a person of faith. Just because somebody labeled me as a person of faith doesn't mean I'm necessarily a person of faith. What it means is that I'm a religious person. Huh? There are a lot of people that say, well, I'm a believer, and they don't really believe. So what we have are a lot of people that are stating one thing, but they can't back it up with their lives. They look like people of faith because they practice religion, but they don't have any works. They don't have any power to show up in their life to prove that they are the people of faith that they claim to be. Because how many know if I'm really a person of faith, then how many of you know my faith should be carrying me somewhere? My faith's got to take me somewhere. From where I was last year to another dimension, to another level, my faith has to be taking me somewhere. Come on, somebody say, my faith's got to take me somewhere. See, even that way, when that happens, my setbacks become setups. Every setback, God's setting me up. Sometimes it looks like everything's working against me, but really God's just working in that to bring me to the new level of living that he wants to take me to. Amen? Amen? God's just rearranging the affairs of my life until He can align me with the divine purpose that He set on the inside of my heart so I can fulfill the destiny that He's ordained me for. Come on now. I ain't got much help, but I'll take it. Am I helping anybody this morning? 
There are some folks in the house today that God wants to break you out of cycles of dysfunction. See, a cycle is something that we get trapped into and we don't know how to get out of it because we've developed a pattern of living and it's like we've worn this circular rut in our life that we don't know how to step and pretty soon the rut is so deep we don't know how to climb out of it so we just go la, 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 sing our tune and live in the cycle of dysfunction. But how many of you know this morning God wants to break you out of cycles of dysfunction and carry you to a new level of living that requires you to live a life of faith? Come on now, amen? Some of you have been disappointed from going around and around and around. But God wants to take you somewhere you've never been before, somewhere you've never gone to before. Amen? Your faith is taking you somewhere today that you've never been before. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hebrews 6 says this. It says, let us leave the elementary teachings. It says, let us not lay again the foundation of repentance from dead works. Leave it behind. Please get out of elementary school and make it into junior high or high school. Some of y'all get in college. Huh? How many of you understand that you come to a place where you have repented for the same stuff over and over and over and over and over again, and you repeated for the stuff that you did, and, you've, and you have to quit being preoccupied with the weakness of where you've been before? You've got to move on. The Spirit of God is moving. You've got to move on. Amen. No, 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 no. Some of y'all didn't hear me this morning. I'm going to try it again. There comes a time that you've got to quit being preoccupied with what happened in your past and move on to the future by faith. Hallelujah. You can't be hung up on what you used to be. I were that, but I ain't that no more. I was that, but I ain't that no more. I used to do that, but I don't do that anymore. Hallelujah. You've got to quit using what you used to do as an excuse for why you can't be what God wants you to be because it keeps you in the cycles of dysfunction that you live in. God wants you by faith to move in to another dimension of life that he's called you to. It's time to leave that stuff behind, step by faith into what he's called you to be. Hallelujah, it's a new day. He said, don't keep laying again the foundation of repentance of dead works. Move on to another level of faith. In other words, don't let your faith stay at an elementary level. Huh? Don't despise small beginnings, but recognize that your faith must be growing. It's got to grow. It's got to grow. I'll try it again. It's got to grow. Stagnant faith is worse than no faith. Paul said it was an ever-increasing faith. Ever-increasing. It's always increasing. He told the Romans, we go from faith to faith. How many know your faith gets stronger as it grows? The more you use your faith, the stronger it gets. The more you use your faith, the more you get. Amen? How many know God wants to move us in places that are supernatural? He wants to take you out of natural ways of thinking to supernatural ways of thinking and move you in dimensions of faith that will take you in the realms of glory that you've never seen before. That's really what God wants to do in our lives. But we're hung up in the cycles of dysfunction. And there are some things in some of our lives that have been hidden. I really believe that. And God wants to reveal those things. Some divine moments, some hidden dreams, some hidden promises, some breakthroughs in our life. Some things that we've been sitting on that, that, we, that we heard when we were 8, 9, and 10 years old that were prophesied over us. And we've sat on it and sat on it and sat on it. But the cycles of dysfunction have kept us from the promise. And God is saying to you this morning, now faith. Now faith. 
That means yesterday might have been a day of misery. It might have been full of trouble. There might have, there might have been any resource for what you wanted to do. There might have been some complaining yesterday. There might have been some bickering yesterday. But now there's faith. Now there's faith. Come on, somebody. Look at somebody and say, now faith. Now faith. How many of you recognize this morning that faith is always right now? It's right now. It's in the moment, always. You never break away from that. Hmm. So we ought to quit whining over what happened yesterday. Quit being discouraged over getting laid off and losing our job. Quit worrying about who walked away from us and will never talk to us again. Quit complaining about what they said about you. Quit complaining about the, 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 the way things didn't go the way you wanted them to. Recognize that now I am in faith. I might not have been in faith when that happened to me, but now I'm in faith. I might not have been in faith when I walked in church this morning, but now I'm in faith. I might not have been in faith when I went to bed last night, but now I'm in faith. Hallelujah. Faith pleases God. Hebrews eleven six four. without faith it is impossible to please him. In other words, going to church is not what pleases God. The fact that you got up and shaved this morning, put some aftershave on your face and put some pretty clothes on does not please God. Huh? Singing songs is not what pleases God. Because how many of you know sometimes we sing songs that we don't even believe? We just go through the motions. Hmm? If you're going to worship and praise God, you got to do it in faith. Come on now. I mean, sometimes we sing, how great is our God? Sing with me. Then we go home and we worry over little things like a car payment. How great is our God? What am I going to do about this car payment? I ain't got no money. I'm going to get a paycheck advance. Come on now. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they that come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Listen to me. This is a true statement of fact. God will never give you a life where faith is not necessary. If you're living a life and you're not having to live on faith, then you're not living your life. You're not living an abundant life. You're not living the blessed life. You're not living the whole life. You're not living the pure life. You're just existing. You will never become so spiritual. You will never become so anointed, so powerful. You will never know the word so good that you will not have to live and operate your life by faith. I don't care if you can quote it from cover to cover. Because what gets God's attention is faith. It's faith. Come on, somebody say, it's faith. When God sees faith, he says, I can work with that right there. Oh, I can work with them right there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at it. They got some faith. I'm going to work with that right there. I can use that. That's going to release things in the atmosphere that I've just laid out for their life and ordained for their life. Huh? Come on. I mean, he'll ignore your whining. He won't listen to you complaining, but he will be moved by your faith because it's faith that pleases God. He's talking about faith, faith, faith. I'm sick of hearing the word already. Faith, 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 faith. Let's talk about love. We did talk about love. Now we're talking about faith. You say, why is it so important how I operate in faith? Here's why. Because churches have become a narcotic. We come for a couple hours on Sunday morning, and we do our duty, and we get our little happy on, and we smile at everybody, and we say, oh, I just, I'm just, I just love Jesus. I just love Jesus. Jesus. Just love him. Woo. Huh? 
And then we go back out there and we try to cope with life for a week. Why is it so hard? His life is not fair. I don't understand why this is always happening to me. They never go through nothing like this. Why me? And come back on Sunday morning. Jesus, oh, gee, I love you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, God. Oh, mercy. Hallelujah. And what we do is we cope all week long until we can get back to church and get another dose of our little Jesus narcotic. I mean, oh, listen to me. God never designed you or called you to cope. He called you to conquer. He called you to conquer. He didn't just call you to go along to get along all through life. He didn't say try and make it if you can. He didn't say hold on till the end. Just hold on. The rapture's coming. Just hold on. He said in all things, you are more than a conqueror. So what happens is, is you can numb yourself to the experiences, but you can never, ever, ever, ever numb yourself to the frustrations. It doesn't matter how much you surround yourself with stuff. It doesn't matter how many things you buy. It doesn't matter how many drugs you do. You can forget for a few minutes what you're living in and the mess that you're in. But you can never, ever, ever silence the voice of frustration. It's always there nagging. Frustration. I know there's got to be more than where I am right now. I know there's got to be something different than the way I'm living right now. I know there's got to be more. If this all there is, I don't want it. How many ever said that to yourself? Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth.